Hello, iTrackBytes family, and welcome to another episode of Coach Lisa's Corner. Today's episode, head coach Lisa talks us through our restaurant guide in our iTrackBytes app. We hope you enjoy this episode, and it helps you when you are eating out. Hey guys, Lisa here, iTrackBytes head coach, with another quick tip tutorial for you. So in this tutorial, I want to talk to you about tracking when you are eating out. There are a couple of things that can be a little tricky with this. We have our own restaurant guide, which I will say is currently being majorly renovated. We are adding a ton of new restaurants and updating the entries that are there. So we should see those hopefully soon and it will make things much, much easier. But for right now, let's talk about how to get around finding a restaurant that you know, what to do if you can't find it, and how to track those meals that you just don't even know where to start with, especially if it's from a local restaurant that maybe isn't a major chain or is not in the system. Okay, so the first thing to know is that when we added the zero bite guide tab, it made finding restaurants, if you didn't know where they were, a little bit trickier. The first thing you're going to do is either select the plus sign beside the meal that you want to track under, or you can just use your big green button at the bottom and tap food. Now you can see the zero bite tab, which came in the second from the left. Fantastic option, by the way. This will house all the zero foods for your plan at zero to make tracking them easier. So that was a beautiful, beautiful addition. However, If you are like me on a skinny device, you're not using a tablet, you're not using a wider screened option, then what happened is in some cases, both recipes and brands actually got pushed off the side of the screen. Now, this food search bar is swipeable and that's what you need to do. You need to pull this over to the left until you can see brands on your right. Once you tap that, you have three guides here, your restaurant guide, your snack guide, and your beer guide. These are going to be specific to your plan. So for restaurants, you're just going to tap see all. Now, once you're in here, you have a couple of options. Down the right-hand side, you can see there is an A to Z little column. If you want to just jump straight to the um, listings for that letter, let's say I wanted to look up Panera, then I can just tap my P and then here is Panera Bread. Not a problem. You can also use the search in the top. So let's say I wanted to go to Applebee's, then I can start typing that and that's going to bring up Applebee's for me. This is a way to look at the individual restaurant and all the items that they have. So let's say that at Applebee's, I like their bourbon chicken and shrimp. So if in the search bar, I do, apparently I have Instagram messages. (laughs) If I type bourbon, then there we go. My first entry is bourbon street chicken and shrimp. I would just tap that and I can track directly from there. We do have a full tutorial for how to use the restaurant guide. So I'm not going to really go over that too much here, but If you wanted to search all the listings within a particular restaurant, this is the way to do it. Now, the other really cool function is this inverted triangle. If you tap that, if you wanted to, let's say I only had 15 bytes left for the day. 
I can tell this that I only want it to show me the things that are up to 15 bytes. And when I hit save, that is going to go ahead and filter those listings for me. So now when I go through there, I can work out what do they have that fits within that. Now, just like your food search bar is swipeable, your categories here at the top are swipeable as well. So for example, if I left my zero to 15 bytes on, and then I scrolled over and I said, okay, show me some chicken. This will tell me what, if anything, is under 15 bytes. And in that particular case, it's only the sauces. <laughs> All right, so there's no chicken dishes that are 15 or less. So let's say I went over to lunch combos. Okay, so I could get a shrimp scampi linguine, or I could get a three cheese chicken penne, and those would be within there. So that is a really easy way to look through everything that a restaurant has. Now, let's say that you wanted something a little bit more specific, or you're searching for a restaurant that is not in the guide. And I'm going to use Cracker Barrel as an example, because I know it's not in the guide, and I know a lot of you asked me about that. So here we, we want to pull our search bar back over and I want you to tap on results. Make sure that you are on the results tab because otherwise when you try to search, if you're somewhere else, nothing's going to come up. Okay, so let's say, for example, that I wanted the Cracker Barrel chicken and dumplings. Just as an example, if I type Cracker Barrel chicken... And I don't need to type anything more than that. That will show me. Okay, here we go. So these are all of the listings at Cracker Barrel that contain chicken. And chicken and dumplings, there we go. That is 11 points. I'm using better balance in this example. So that is 11 points there. But you can see that they it covers the fried chicken, the chicken livers, the pot pie, grilled chicken, all that kind of stuff. So even though Cracker Barrel is not in the brands, not under the restaurant guide. So let me go over here and I'll show you. If we go brands, see all, and I can, if I search for cracker, nothing there. And if I tap my C and I kind of go down, so see it goes from cowboy chicken to Culver's. Okay, so if you can't find something in the restaurant guide, that doesn't mean that you can't find it anywhere, just tap on your results tab and type something in at the top. Now, if, for example, you wanted, let's see, I think they have a trout that I've gotten as well. There we go. First one, Fancy Fixins Lemon Pepper Grilled Rainbow Trout. So if you wanted to check on an item that is not in the restaurant guide, you can still use your basic food search. Restaurant guide is available to pro members. The food search that I'm showing you right here, this is available to all members. All right, last thing I want to cover. Let's say that, and I'm going to use my little hibachi place as an example. So I have a little place in town that does very nice um, hibachi lunch boxes, but they are not in the system. And it can be difficult to track Mexican or Japanese. Sushi can be incredibly difficult. And the easiest way to do those is often to either find a restaurant that is similar. So for me, I use, and let me show you. Okay, so if I'm going to track something uh, similar to hibachi or, well, Asian-wise, if you're doing an Asian takeaway, I would recommend looking at, say, Panda Express. It may not be exact, but 
it's going to give you some idea or I use Benihana a lot. If I'm going to do something like, see, there's hibachi. There's your sauces, hibachi chicken, things like that. If I'm going to track Mexican, I will use on the border. And so I know a lot of people use fajitas. So you have uh, options here. And this, this particular one breaks it down by lunch, what type of meat it is. And that's with rice, but without your tortillas or accompanying condiments like your sour cream or your guacamole or things like that. And you may not find the exact thing, but this will give you a rough idea. So Mexican, I use on the border. Asian, I'll use Panda Express or Benihana. For sushi, it can be a little trickier, but there is, uh, I believe it is called Sansai. Here we go. Yeah, Sansai Japanese Grill. And they have bowls. And if you go to rolls, they have some of your basic sushi rolls. Now, having said that, and I will use sushi, sushi as an example because I eat sushi all the time. If you go to your results and you type in California roll, you can see that Nutritionix has a listing by the piece, by a six-piece roll, or by an eight-piece roll. That's really handy for sushi rolls that are pretty common or or have a, um, I mean, my sushi place here has things like purple rain roll, and the database doesn't know what's in that. But if I wanted to have, say, a Philadelphia roll, I wanted to see if I could get away with just typing in Philly. But like you can see, Banzai, Yummy Sushi, Philadelphia Roll. I believe if I type it in all the way that it will give me the Nutritionix option. Oops, hang on. Philadelphia Roll. Here we go. Nutritionix shows it as one piece or one roll. They're also referencing Benihana. So you could search it there. And Yes, there are various listings, and that's because they come with different ingredients and they're called the same name. They have different uh, sizes. You can get a, a maki roll, which is six, or a specialty roll, which is eight. So the only way that you can really know how you're going to, to track that appropriately is either take the middle number or find it in, like, track it by the roll piece. You know, this is... Philadelphia roll, one piece is two points. So if I got a six roll, then I would track that as six pieces. That's going to give you a rough idea. Now, what I've done for my hibachi is I actually had ordered a couple of meals and I brought them home, broke them down, and weighed what I was actually getting in the box. And what I figured out, and I did ask them as well, I was like, okay, so when I order, say, a steak and shrimp, what am I getting? And she said, okay, so in general, you're getting seven ounces, you're getting six ounces cooked, but you're getting seven ounces of hibachi steak and 14 shrimp. Or if I ordered, and I don't have hibachi chicken on here because I normally get steak and shrimp. Sometimes I'll get ones with scallops. Obviously, I've made that. Then the hibachi vegetables and the hibachi rice by the cup. And I chose the listing from Benihana's, you can see on all of those. And I just made my own entry so that if I order a steak and shrimp, I would track 
one lot of the rice, one lot of the vegetables, one lot of the steak, one lot of the shrimp. Or actually to be, I, I think, honestly, the hibachi rice is actually two in the, what they, what I get from them, I think it's two cups because it ends up being multiple meals. But you can break it out like that and then combine it as you need to. And you can see, so here are the original entries down here if I scroll down. So hibachi, scallops, steak, chicken, shrimp, rice, and that's all from the Benihana selection. Now with my Mexican, and the easiest way for me to show you, because I tend to use, sorry, I tend to use little emojis and I have put everything on here with <laughs> under the cactus. Okay, so with this, I have broken this down into the individual things. So my refried beans, if that comes as a side to my fajitas, my rice, my guacamole, sour cream, pico, and the tortillas by themselves, you know, one tortilla, chips and salsa, this is half the container. The mixed grilled fajita plate, that's what I always get. It's chicken, shrimp, and steak. So again, you could, and these are all you can see from on the border. You could actually go in there and just get the, like the chicken and, and have that as a line, just like you would in the hibachi. And so when you're trying to recreate what you had by breaking it down into these individual items, you can track very specifically. Now it does mean that you have to spend the time doing it the first time, but once you've done it, it's super, super easy after that. So that is the quick-ish rundown of how to track eating out. You want to check your restaurant guide, see if the restaurant that you want is in there, see if the dish that you want is in there. And I will say restaurants, especially since COVID, have changed their recipes according to what is available and what is affordable. And a lot of times they do not need to update food databases. They don't need to tell anybody that they changed anything. And so what you may find is that the nutritional data on their website, which is current for them, does not match the database. And that applies across all the databases. Restaurants and manufacturers change nutritional data all the time and don't have to report it. So if you want to be 100% accurate, always check your website to see what the current nutritional data is. And then you can edit that listing if you need to. So if they are not in your restaurant guide or you're wanting to search for a specific dish, just try your general result tab. And then if it's a local restaurant, a mom and pop kind of thing, and it's something that is not going to be in either of those guides, you can either choose a restaurant that has something similar. So for fajitas, a Mexican restaurant I use on the border, you could use chilies, you could use... To some degree, you could use Applebee's. You could look at something like El Polo Taco. See what you can find that is similar or create your own entries. And that would be that you would go onto Google. You'd search for the general nutrition information of whatever it was that you were having. And then you can create your own entries there. That is the semi-quick <laughs> version of how to track eating out. As always, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us on our main Facebook group, or I'm available all over the place. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, email. All my contact details are below. If you have any questions, just let me know. <laughs>